Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Radio. 16 of the Unleaded Bread Feet. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast. Yahweh bless you there, seer Israel of Seed Royal. Hallelujah. 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 That young line, excellent, excellent. Sound great. You sound great, no doubt about it. Let's see who else is going to be on stage for tonight's episode. And we see Sister Judas, she coming on for take number six. Let's 
Seeking We Find, Sister Judas and Bring Her In for the next episode, part number six. Sister Judas, tribe of Yah God Judah. Yahweh bid you to be ready. Yahweh bless you, sir, of Sierra. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, there, Sister Judas. All right, excellent. All right, good. We're going to get something going on, but we have to go back over a lot of things that we did for the last two days because we had a sound problem. So we on the line, let's look at what we can, let's go look at Luke chapter 12, verse 12 and see, and we want to ask you a question, we should be sounding pretty good, according to the WCC, saying, yeah, see, you sound pretty good today, I don't know, but um, you'll tell me in a minute, Brother Titus, Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12, let's see what we can get going on there. Come on. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, But the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right. Now, line. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. And this is tape number six. And according to the WCC, they said, oh, see, it sounds pretty good. And we we hear you real good, too. So um, uh, do you bear witness to that when I just said that? You know, lying, come on. Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear. All right, that's what we're talking about. Well, you know, every now and then, the big dignitaries, they do make statements. And they got no problem making statements, so we're going to take a look at a few things, no doubt about it. Let me take a look. Thank you. 
sound like um, a member of the 12 tribes of Israel that got their spirit broken. That would sound like to me. Because you have, because you don't know about the hidden hand, that just somebody that got their spirit broken. That's just the way you see it. All right. We see Mother coming to the stage for the ninth episode, too. Let's see. You can get Mother. Mother E in on take six of Unleavened Bread. Mother E, tribe of Yagdah Judah, coming on to get it, do her part in take six. Hey, Mother E, tribe of Yagdah Judah, Yagdah bless you, Israel. Israel, Israel, hallelujah. Hallelujah, there, Mother, Mother E, and we know Mother Z will be giving a, a commentary. Later on in the broadcast, so um, we just gonna see if we can get something going on with the young lion, Brother Titus. Hey, Brother Titus, can you look down at a verse um, and this is day number six of unleavened bread. Tomorrow is the final day of unleavened bread that holds sundown to sundown. White garments, branches on, so that's tomorrow. Right now, let's go take a look at Exodus chapter. 12, 1, 2, and we'll look at 15 down to verse 19, and we'll go from there on the sixth day of unleavened bread, and probably like um, the WCC saying, your sound sound pretty good. We haven't had been talking for the last two days to hear this broadcast properly, so what we're going to do is we're going to go over, we're going to go back over a few things. Uh, for the last two broadcasts, it can be tied in, spirit-led, by Yahweh. So what can we what can we read for the Titus out of Exodus 12, 1, 2, 15, 9, verse 19. Take your time and let's, let's uh, edify this national audience you want to talk. Come on. Well, I'll be going to the book of Exodus, chapter 12, verse 1, 2. Get down, verse 15 and 19. Exodus chapter 12, verse 1 reads, And Yahweh spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, Verse 2, This month should be unto you the beginning of month. This should be the first month of the year to you. Verse 15, Seven days should you eat unleavened bread, even the first day, do you put away leaven out of your house? For whatsoever eateth leaven bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul should be cut off from Israel. Verse 16, and in the first day there should be a righteous gathering. And in the seventh day there should be a righteous gathering. To you, no matter what, should be done in death. Say that which every man or woman must eat, that only may be done of you. Verse 17 reads, And you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For in this same day have I brought your army out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall you observe this day in your generation by an ordinance forever. Verse 18. All right, let's get down to, um, let's tell you read 18 down to verse 20. They're going to bring our head in and tell you all about the broadcast. Uh, 18 down to verse 20. Take your time there, young lion. Come on. 
Acts chapter 12, verse 18. In the first month, and on the 14th day of the month at Eve, she eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at Eden. Verse 19. Seven days should there be no leaven found in your house. For whosoever eateth that which is leaven, even that soul should be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a stranger or born in the land. Verse 20. You should eat nothing leavened in all your habitation, should you eat unleavened bread. Uh, and what happened in verse 28? Exodus chapter 12, verse 28. And the children of Israel went away and did as Yahweh had commanded Moses and Aaron. So did they. Okay. Mm, so the children of Israel went away. For the children of Israel, for this, this, these feast days is primary for the children of Israel. And if a stranger wants to join with you, we got to follow the law that's written in this book. So, but really, what you just got through saying, reading in verse 20, these feast days for the children of Israel. The children of Israel. All right, yes. We're going to bring our LDTR out the broadcast, and then we'll see can we recap some things that was once said for the last two days. Because uh, the WCC saying, you know, see, the audio sound pretty good. Um, but we got the power to distort your audio whenever we get ready. You're right. We know you got the power to do, but one day up the road, power will be limited, limited once these children of Israel ever wake up and understand and doing his will. So, Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, Yankwa bless you, Israel. And Yankwa bless you, see Israel, see you well. Hallelujah, Yankwa. Hallelujah, Elder Mr. Tibbs, well, WCC fan, the audio sounds pretty good, but we got the power to make it to sound the way we want to make it sound, but we ain't going to worry about that right now. All we want to do is get, get our ear in and see what the Almighty put on him to tell the national audience over 900,000 plus on the international side, the sixth day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So whatever you got to say that, Elder, take your time. You're on the clock. Come on. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, see Israel. And thank you for bringing me to tonight's broadcast. Among a cast of over 900,000 members. And as I always say, that is a good thing. Because that means a lot of people want to hear something. And that's what we're going to give them. The word of Yaquah. The elders are out there almost each and every day doing the works of the temple trying to bring the temple up to par. And the only way you can determine that is take a visit. And you will see that we have elevated our teaching. We've even elevated to the point where we not only give the word, we show you. On big screen, 
And that's what we are attempting to do each and every Sabbath day. Also, we're here to help guide you through these bad times of dark teaching and Christianity and loud bump the gums for righteous learning. Well, that happens quite a bit. But we welcome and thank all of you for attending of the live broadcast of the Aquas Ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about the Aquas work, learning how to connect the Bible books, your help, foods you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days as you've seen that we're doing such now. We do all this because you have not. And this is the information you all came to seek. All the 900,000 members out there, the information you came to seek, have to look no further because you've now found that in the voices of the two Israelites, tribe of Yadza. We're open unto you on normal days from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. of the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday, unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. The current time of that class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. We also have a website address to use this on any search line in the tribeyada.com. And after you click on it, just under the big line, you will see ties and offers. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you possibly might see menu. But after clicking this, you should still see choices, still choose the tithes and offerings. In doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, or you can of the people. Give unto the aqua glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. Now, I always have to remind everyone that we're doing to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing the dusty as Yahweh alive. Also for building the school. A bankrupt station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of in this program. Also out there, we do have a calendar, and that calendar is there to help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast dates that come to all of us throughout the year. We even have a live program. It's a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking, look for Voices of the True Israelites, try the Delta, and click the Red Live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. Now, we do also have a few numbers you can call with the Aqua in mind. The first is our live conference room, which is 319-527-6065. The other number is 224 
1-800-585-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six of them camps of the Alphabet's ministry. But also, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you that this here a discouraging dial tone. Also, by calling that number, you can order where our members know us the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the CEO via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. As you might imagine, it's usually pretty busy trying to get the broadcast all set up so we can run smoothly. He's also busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Sigarman, and answered many memos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, the letter makes sense. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. You will only hear a discouraging dial tone. Now, if, if those members have missed the beginning of our program, you can catch the entire show today after 10.30 p.m. Just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking on it, look for the voices of the Trusolites, the tribe of Yata. Just choose the program that you are late logging into, or when you look down that list, choose any particular day that you would like to listen. And also, during our normal broad talk broadcasts, we will also be simultaneously transmitting our information on PalTalk. PalTalk can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer, even your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Truthalites, Prabhupada. Your final room will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yaqua's work will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer any of the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, or along with the Seer Israel, right in that shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Pal Talk. But another reminding note, when we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer. Remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to listen to the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion, as we're reminded of that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. Because when we're doing this, we keep those scriptures in mind. But when you find those trying to win that bump the gums contest, those are the ones that miss all the Yahweh's glory was said unto them. Because we are rehearsing the righteous act to learn the rights of Yahweh. As we're reminded again in St. John, Chapter 14, verse 26. So we'll turn our program back over to our seer Israel, 
Well, we can start to learn this word of Yahweh and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, there, Hallelujah, Yahweh. It is is the sixth day of the feast. And remember, tomorrow is the conclusion of it when the song said tomorrow. Some information as the Spirit of Yahweh give it to us, so uh, we're going to do that on this sixth day of the feast of Seven days shall there be no leaven 
found in your houses. For whosoever eateth that which is leavened, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a stranger or born in the land. Verse 20 reads, You shall eat nothing leavened in all your habitations, shall you eat unleavened bread. Verse 28 reads, And the children of Israel went away and did as the Yahweh had commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they. So this feast, uh, Sister Judas, according to what you read, the, the feast of unleavened bread, what specific people, according to 12, one and twenty-eight. Who the who who specifically will be keeping the feast of our living bread, according to what you just got to read in Exodus twelve verse one, and then when you skip down to verse twenty-eight. So can you tell this national audience over nine hundred thousand strong who still be keeping this unleavened bread feast, according to twelve twenty-eight? The children of Israel. The children of Israel. So if you know you are a member of the children of Israel, and you know you are a member of the children of Israel, this feast is for you. And if the stranger that's so joining with you, they're supposed to ask you what you're doing, and you tell them what you're doing. But it's not about based on the stranger putting on that one-eyed um, television. And then you said, well, they didn't tell me nothing. No, this is this is your thing to tell them because this is a, a specific rule for the children of Israel. All right. So and once you know that you are an Israelite, then you're supposed to participate in the feast of our living bread. We got six locations, and we got an international line is two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. That you call for details, or questions, or comments, or anything that you want to know. If you want to know something, we'll tell you. If you want to know something about pertaining to Yaqua's business, Y H W H business. All right, so hey, Mother E, and when we look at a couple of verses that Mother E, in First John chapter five, verse nineteen, can you help those see out? In First John five nineteen, I, I need to know the state of this of this world according to the Bible. The state of this world that we're in right now, I need to know more about it, Mother. In First John, on the right side of the book, back of the book, chapter 5, verse 19. Can you have to see out, Mother? Mother E, you on the clock, come on. The book of First John, chapter 9, chapter 5, verse 19. The book of First John, you, chapter 5. Verse 19, verse 19 reads, And we know that we are of Yahweh 
and the whole world lies in weakness. Verse 46 
and they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. Forty seven. Because thou servest not the Yahweh, your Yahweh, with darkness and with gladness of mind, with the abundance of all things. Verse 48. Therefore shall thou serve thine enemies, which the Yahweh shall sin against thee in hunger and in thirst and nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he has destroyed thee. Verse 49. The Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the ends of the earth, as swiftly as the eagle flies. A nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Verse 50. A nation of fierce consciousness which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. So, I'm hearing some things now. You know, I'm hearing some things. This, again, in verse 46, it's going to be a what on a mother? And they shall be upon thee for a sign, for a wonder, and upon the sea forever. And this going to be a sign and a wonder, and it's going to be a Against thee 
in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and want of all things. So y'all gonna bring all this against us. We gonna be um, hunger, thirst, and nakedness and wanting of all things. And he gonna put a yoke of iron upon our necks until he destroyed these. That's the enemy. Okay. Uh, and um, Mother E, and, and who is Jeremiah 30, verse 4. Can you help us say out? Because we, he said, going to be a sign on them that you may identify them. So who is going to be put on? that we can read in Jeremiah 30, verse number 4. Okay, Jeremiah 34. Uh-huh, verse 4. You said this sign going to be on the children of, I mean, it's it going to be on the people, and it's going to be on them as a sign forever, but we need mm-hmm. to know what people this sign is going to be on, mother. Help those say out in Jeremiah 30, verse number 4. Who is this yeah, sign going to be on that we can read 34? Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 4. And these are the words that the Yahweh speaks concerning Israel, the northern king, and concerning Judah, the southern king. Oh, okay. Israel, the northern kingdom, and Judah, the southern kingdom, the twelve tribes. Okay. Well, how do we how do we how do we know it's concerned the twelve tribes, mother? Maybe we can look at Genesis forty nine twenty eight, mother. How do we know this concerning the twelve tribes? Because you said the number twelve. How do we know according to 4928 of Genesis? How do we know that, Mother? Genesis. Chapter 49.
all 12 tribes, mother, was up on a, a what? A blessing. Wow. So we got history. Uh, once upon a time ago, we was up on a, a blessing, all 12 tribes, but that ain't what's really going on right now, according to Deuteronomy's mother. Well, according to Deuteronomy, what we up on the right now, mother, according to Deuteronomy, and who are we serving, according to Deuteronomy, 28. So who are we serving since we we clear we're not up on a blessing? We clear that part. So who are we serving, mother, according to, give me, give me one big old word that we can just, and the young lions is standing by to help, you know, forth the issue. I need one big old word. One big old word. You look at 46 to 50. I need one big old word. Help those see out in one big old word and the national audience. See, she said um, all 12 tribes, when they, when they were put together, they was upon the blessing. But now all 12 tribes is not upon a blessing. And who are they upon, upon a mother? I need one word. Whatever word you want to you want to put out 46 to 50. Give me one big word. The enemy. The, well, I could say we serve our enemy, the other nation. Number one. You couldn't you could say it no better than you couldn't say, say it no better than that, Mother E. And we, we and, uh, and Mother Z was definitely making sure you said all the right things. So, uh, hey, hey, so you couldn't say it no better than that. You're serving your enemies. Now, if that's the case, we got to find out what happened. So now. Kaya lied in, inside of Camp 1. We want to greet you with the Israelite greeting by saying, Yahweh, bitch, that's the Israelite. Yahweh, bless you. Share Israel. Oh, Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Well, you know, I can, I can stand a little, a little microphone and a little bit later. But right now, since we, we need to know that if this is an accident, we're serving our enemies. Mm-hmm. He said it's going to be on a, for a sign and a wonder. So this sign and wonder is going to be on all 12 tribes. Matter of fact, see, can you pull up me the 12 tribe chart? And I want to, I want to find out what sign is on them because he gave them, he gave them, he gave them something. Uh, Brother Titus, he he said something to him, Brother Titus, that we can read, that we can read. He said something, Brother Titus, and we want to find out what did he say because he said something. He says, um, what do we say in the 28th chapter, verse 37, uh, Deuteronomy, the Titus, what is, 
Yahweh saying to Moses that we can read. Are we in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 37? Verse 37 reads, And you should become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations. Whether Yahweh should lead you. Oh, yeah? Among all nations? That he should lead you? Hmm. You're going to be astonished and a byword, and it will be a sign on you. What sign would be on all 12 tribes of Israel? The young lion looking for a roll call. I want to know what sign was going to be on them, but then when they sum it all up, matter of fact, give me a roll call on what sign going to be on all. You're going to be a byword and a proverb. Let's talk about how you identify these people by looking at the 12 tribe chart. What sign is going to be on them? And let's, let's see what we read about so all 12 tribes once was upon a blessing, now they're not upon a blessing. And according to verse 25 and 25 or 28 chapter verse 25, Brother Titus, something else is going to happen to them. So he's trying to identify our people because he said, since you don't want to serve me, you know, because right now he got something going on right now. He got the sixth day of the feast of unleavened bread, and because... You know, the other nation didn't tell you about it. You don't pay it no never mind me. So that means you don't want to serve him with gladness because this is one of his feast days. And we ain't paying it no mind because we ain't seen it on the one I say. But let tell us, oh, you know, y'all remind y'all, y'all supposed to keep the feast of unleavened bread for seven days and you don't eat no leaven and don't put it in your mouth for seven days. Oh, but I didn't hear that. Well, you're supposed to hear that, not on that radio station or that one I say. You're supposed to only hear it from those that is, um, those, uh, those, um, 12, 28, uh, Brother Titus. All one supposed to be able to talk about this is Exodus 12, verse 1, and... 28. 21 and 28. What does it say? Take your time. Now, don't be in a hurry to get it out. Because we're trying to let the national audience understand something. We've been so quick to check that one of our things. And so we never go check the good book. If we don't check the good book, we'll check that one of our things. And then that one of our things, it don't, I'll never. Because you know, never mind. So in the, two, in the 12th chapter, verse 1 and 28, let's talk about it there, young man. Come on. Exodus. All right, the book of Exodus, chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 28. Exodus chapter 12, verse 1. Read. And Yahweh spake to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, Verse 28. And the children of Israel went away 
and did as Yahweh had commanded Moses. And Aaron, so did that. So they obeyed. And what did and what were they told in 18 through 20 there? If they went away, so what was told to them in the 12th chapter, verse 18, down to verse 20? Can you have to see it out? What was told to the children of Israel, 18, 19, and 20? Have to see it out there, young line. Come on. Exodus chapter 12, verse 18 to 20. Exodus chapter 12, verse 18 reads, And the first month, on the 14th day, of the month at evening, you should eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at evening. Verse 19. Seven days there should be. Should there be no leaven found in your house? Whosoever eateth that which is leaven, even that soul should be cut off from the congregation of Israel. Whether he be a stranger or born in the land. Verse 20. You should eat nothing leaven in all your habitation. Should you eat unleavened bread? Mm. So that was a that was the order of the Lord. Yaqua. <laughs> Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 6 to verse 9. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 6 reads, You are a righteous people unto Yahweh, your Yahweh. Yahweh, your Yahweh have chosen you to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Okay. So the children of Israel have a position with Yahweh uh, when they is keeping 
chapter 7 verse 6 Yahweh saying that we are special people to him then our position is above all people that are upon the face of the earth Yahweh forbid 
Yea, let Yahweh be true, but every man a lie, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sin, and might overcome when thou art judged. Okay. Now, now, young lion will read verse 6 again, mother. And then, oh, he, then, then you take it down so you know how Yahweh stands, so we know how he stands. We know how he stands. He said, let Yahweh be true, and every man is a liar. Now, the young lion going to read again. He going to go out again. The book called Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. Then we want you to expound on it after the young lions bring it out. Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. And take your time there, mother, and then expound on what Yahweh just got to saying. Let him be true and every man a liar. Now, come on back there, young lion, and bring it out. All right, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 6. Verse 6 reads, For you are a righteous people unto Yahweh, your Yahweh. Yahweh, your Yahweh have chosen you to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Now, Mother, Mother, according to 3 verse 4 of Romans, now break that down for the national audience over 900,000 plus on the international side. Now, you already read 3 verse 4, and you, you heard the young lion roar out of his den on verse 6. So what is Yahweh making it plain to Moses and tell Aaron on his will that we can read in verse 6? Okay. So um, Yahweh, Yahweh done said uh, we, what? Uh, okay, in verse six it says that uh, Israel was a special people, and, and uh, well, all people. So uh, Yahweh said that Israel was a special people, well, all people. So uh, in verse four he says, Yahweh forbid, yea, let Yahweh be true, but every man alive. So. Uh, if Yahweh says we are special people, then that's what he meant. So Yahweh don't lie. He said, let every man be alive. How many men He said, let every man be alive, but Yahweh be true. Uh-huh. So we supposed to tell whoever we come in contact with our position. Oh, man. Again. And they might say, well, you know, all men are created equal. And, you know, rainbow coalition, all men created equal. But according to this verse, it sounds a little bit different to me, mother. Do it sound like uh, that he level all men to be equal according to 7 verse 6? Do it no. sound like he... Huh? Okay. No, Israel is a special people good. You just said everybody. Uh-huh. Oh, so they, their position in Yahweh is to be what again, mother? A special people. 
And Seven ways in, I don't know, we said a 
the pole letter man called Yahweh. Come on. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 15 down to 19. Verse 15 reads, Look down from the from your righteous habitation from heaven and bless your people Israel in the land which you have given us. And you swear unto our fathers, a land that floweth with milk and honey. 16. This day, Yahweh, your Yahweh has commanded you to do these judgments and shall therefore keep and do them with all your mind and with all your soul. 17. You had about the Yahweh this day to be your Yahweh, and to walk in his way, and to keep his law, and his command, and his judgment, and to hearken unto his voice. Verse 18. And the Yahweh had about you this day to be his special people, as he had promised you. And that you should keep all his laws. Verse 19. And to make you high above all things which he has made in praise and in name and in honor. And that you may be a righteous people unto Yahweh, your Yahweh, as he has spoken. So. So, sister, so, sister Judith, sister Judith, now I heard, I heard some things, but, sister Judith, I want to, I want to look at a verse in Deuteronomy 31 verse 1. And verse 30, I just want to hear something because that's a lot of talking I heard. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of talk, and it's pretty good talk. So in Deuteronomy 31, verse 1 and verse 30, uh, Sister Judas, can you help those read out in Deuteronomy 31? Because sometimes we be having a problem when we read the book of Deuteronomy, we don't know who this message is told to. And maybe we can clear that up for the national audience when you're reading the book of Deuteronomy by just looking at a verse that is written in 31, verse 1 and 30. Sister Judas, help the old seer out. You're on the clock. Come out. Mr. Judas, can you help those see it out? And I got a delay on her microphone, so brother, try to stick that up. And 31 verse 1 and 30, and we'll see what the WCC got cooking with Sister Judas' microphone a little bit later. So when we jump down in the book of Deuteronomy, Brother Titus. Yes, sir. Now we've heard we've heard a whole lot of good talk. So I need I need to take a look at matter of fact I need to make a little meal out of it. In the thirty first chapter of Deuteronomy verse one, 
Then skip down to verse number, split on down to 6 through 9 and verse number 30. I need a little more information on this conversation. Deuteronomy 31, 1, 6 down to verse 9 and verse 30. Brother Titus, you're on the clock. Come on. All right, we're reading the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verse 1, get down verse 6 to 9, and verse 30. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 1 reads, And Moses went and spake all these words unto all Israel. Get down verse 6 through 9. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, fear not, nor be afraid of death. For Yahweh, your Yahweh, here it is. That do go with you. He will not fail you. Nor forsake you. Verse 7 reads. And Moses called unto Joseph. Oshia. Flew the word Oshia. And said unto him. In the sight of all Israel. Be strong. And of good courage. For you must go with this people. Unto the land. Which Yahweh has sworn. Unto their father. To give them, and you should cause them to inherit it. Verse 8. And Yahweh, he it is that do go before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you, neither protect you. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Verse 9. And Moses wrote this law and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi which bear the ark of the covenant of Yahweh, and unto all the elders of Israel. Verse 30. And Moses spake in the ears of all the congregation of Israel the words of this song, and today were ended. Uh-huh. So according to verse 9, Who's supposed to know what we talk about right now according to verse 9? Can you expound on verse 9, the young man? Who's supposed to know what's going on today according to verse number 9? Okay, according to verse 9. So we got here Moses talking to anointed leadership. So the sons of, yeah, Moses wrote this law and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi, which bear the ark of the covenant of Yahweh, and unto all the elders of Israel. Oh, so all the elders and the priests, that means the teachers, that were the priests there, the teachers, and they both know these things, right? Okay, good. All right, so the priest supposed to know these things, right? So that's what we don't got out of this thing now. Now, the priest and the prince is the same. It's one of the same. But mm-hmm. the word priest and prince is an English word. Hmm. English wasn't even thought about the 449 A.D. The 
came up this language in 1382. So what word was there that we can read was there that we can read? So all the priests and the, and the priests and the press are supposed to know these things. But can you tell this national audience what word was there? Because, because they didn't speak English. Did, did the children of Israel speak English? Uh, did they? What scripture can we read that will prove that the children of Israel never spoke English? They never, is there a scripture we can go to? that the children of Israel never spoke English. What can we go to read what the children of Israel spoke and understood by going to the book of Acts? We go on to Acts there, young lions. Because there's something, see, you never know how a lesson going, but, but sometimes we might hear a word and we might be afraid of a word, but we don't know the trap that will fit in a word. But we try to bring out the trap that will fit in a word that will make you very, get you excited. And maybe if you knew a little more things, you wouldn't get so excited about a certain word. Now, mm-hmm. Can you help the OCL in the 26th chapter, verse number 6 and 7? We're going to Acts 26, verse 6 and 7. The OCL is going to secretly pull out something on his sixth day of this feast of unleavened bread. Let's see what we can read in the 26th chapter verse of Acts, verse number 6 and 7. Book of Acts, chapter 26. Verse 6 and verse number 7. Verse 6 mm-hmm. And I stand and am for the hope of the promise made of Yahweh unto our fathers. Uh-huh. Verse 7. Unto which promise our twelve tribes enter the serving Yahweh day and night, hope to come, for which, which, for which hope sake, King of I am choose of. Yeah, uh-huh. So Paul is telling you he's been accused of Judah. And but he said, but all he was walking the face of the earth, it was to be about what according to verse seven. According to verse seven, what is Paul saying? Paul is he's he letting them know out his own mouth what he owned. Let's see what he on in verse number seven. Let's see what Paul said he on in verse seven. The book of Acts chapter 26, verse number seven. Verse seven reads, Unto which promise our twelve tracks into the serving Yahweh day and night hope to come. For which hope say, King of Griffin, I am accused of the Yahshua You mean it's a promise made to the twelve tribes of Israel and Paul was reiterating to 
the 12 tribes of Israel, it's a promise made to you. It was a promise made to the 12 tribes. What was this promise made to the 12 tribes when you precept the Bible? Now, Paul does some pretty good talking to King Agrippa. He said, King Agrippa, and he did say something to King Agrippa, something he said in verse 3, no, verse 4. No, he said something, no, 3 and verse 4. So, you know, he said something to King Agrippa. Otherwise, he brought something to the attention of King Agrippa, young lion's boat, Micaiah. What? What did he bring to his attention in verse 3 and 4? Right. The book of Acts chapter 26, verse 3 and verse number 4. Verse 3 reads, Especially because I know you to be expert in all customs and questions which are among Yahshua's Wherefore I beseech you to hear me patience. Verse 4. My manner of life from my youth which was at the first among my own nation and Yahja Judah. Know all. Know all the Yahja Judah. He said, he's the king of Griffith. You know, you know what's really going on. So you know, you, you, you're trying to tell me, see, Paul said, king of Griffith, you know what's really going on. He's I've been accused by the 12 tribes. He said, you know about it. Because he said, you got some understanding about this, and you've been an expert. How did he become an expert? Let's see if we find out how he become an expert. How do he know so much about the children of the 12 tribes? He said, I know you're an expert on King Agrippa. I mean, how could he make a statement like that boldly to put the king on the spot, saying something you know, and you've been an expert, king? How did he become an expert? Maybe we can go to the 13th chapter and find out, Brother Micaiah. Acts 13, verse 1. How did he become an expert? Because sometimes you can say to them, Look, I know you know because you're an expert. So why did he call him an expert that we can read in 13, verse 1? Let's find out. Let's see if we find out in 13, verse 1. All right, we're going over to the book of Acts.
six days a week. So now we find out that that the reason he can say that to King Agrippa because King Agrippa was in the school, brought up to learn what he knew, and that's why Paul called him an expert because he sit in the same school learning from the people that you call by these all these wicked names. So they know who you really are, and that's the point we make it. And the same thing happened in slavery. They knew who they was looking for. And that's why they use arts against you to be with you today. You think they just came and got anybody that was from wherever you were at? No. They knew exactly who they was looking for because Mother Eve, in the 28th chapter, verse 12, they were looking for a specific people, Mother Eve. Now, Mother Eve, in Deuteronomy 28, verse 12. Now, we know whatever we read in Deuteronomy 28, we already quit it. Whatever we read is talking about what people, Mother Eve. Mother, when we read any part of the book of Deuteronomy, what people are the book is talking about from the beginning of Deuteronomy, case in point, um, Brother Titus, read Deuteronomy 1, verse 1. Be clear now that when you read Deuteronomy 1, verse 1, or any of Deuteronomy all up to the last verse 68, we still, when we read this in the 20. 8 verse 12 by mother, who we're talking about by understanding Deuteronomy 1 verse 1. What does it say that young line, brother Titus? What does it say we can read? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 1, verse 1 read. These be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel. All Israel. Now read the last verse of the 28th chapter, verse 68. The last verse. These are the words that were spoke to all Israel. Now we're going to read the first. Let's read the last thing was said in Deuteronomy 28, 68. What was said? With that in mind. All right, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 68 reads. And Yahweh shall bring you unto Egypt again with ships by the way thereof. I speak unto you, you should see it no more again. And there you should be sold unto your enemies, for bond man and bond woman, and no man shall buy you. So when we read Deuteronomy 1, and the last verse, the first verse, the last verse. So if I read any part of Deuteronomy, the whole chapter, according to verse 1 and 68, who is that book addressed to? According to verse 1 and 68. We refer to Deuteronomy. Uh, 
the children of Israel. All the children of Israel. So whatever part you read out of Deuteronomy, national audience, that whole book is talking about the rise and the fall of the children of Israel. It has nothing to do with the Jew, the Hebrew, the Jew, the Hebrew, the Jewish. Nothing to do with black, Hebrew, Israelite, nothing. That whole book of Deuteronomy is talking about the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. And we read that who's supposed to know these things is the priests, the princes, and the elders. They're supposed to know these things when you stand among any of the children of Israel to tell them when you read the book of Deuteronomy. These words is spoken to your forefathers. But we find out we ran across the word, but we know the princess and the princess and the priest, that wasn't the word that was used at that time. That wasn't the word that was used at that time. So what word was used at that time that we can read that, Brother McKayan? 2837. What word was used or Deuteronomy 2837 that we we know we know that someone said to the children of Israel that was going to happen to them and and that's going to be rehearsed by the the princes the priests and the elders. Something been happened to the children of Israel they've all been known today and. 
that last noise all over the world. When you read Deuteronomy 28, verse 12, as it is, but now the young lion is telling you how you dress it up and do what with it. Again, that message for who? Young lion. That's the part we have to make sure we bring out. When you read Deuteronomy 28, verse 12, they have a blessing in their hand, and that blessing is in their hand for all of the congregation of the children of Israel. See, the priests, the princes, and the elders got to make that plain. When you get through reading 28, verse 12, the blessing is in the hand of one people, all of the congregation of the children of Israel. So you got that blessing right past your wrist. But there's certain things you have to do to maintain this blessing. So when we go, Mother Mother Eve, when we read Deuteronomy 32, verse 1 and 26. Now, when we get to reading the verse, let's see, let's see what, what can we say after these two verses is read, Mother. And Deuteronomy 32, mm-hmm. verse 1 and 26. You, you remember it was, it was a little movie. A lot of people have seen it. He was a young man when the when the other nation told him to, can you read that book, he said. He said, it's not good to teach him how to read. He said, yeah, he can read it. He said, go ahead and read it. And he read a verse and he said, um, Young man, do you know what you're reading? He said, uh, no, I know what I'm reading. He said, no. He said, uh, see, I told you, pay up, because he ain't doing a parakeet. He don't know what he's reading. But see, that's the hand he played. But once he got back around the homeboys and homegirls, he read to, he read another verse and closed the book, and they found on it. So that's what we got to do. We got to read these two verses then, close the book, and expound on what they're talking about. Mother E. After you read it, now, don't be bashful to expound on it after you read these two verses. Then I want you to expound on it after these two verses are read. Deuteronomy 32, verse number 1 and 26. Now, after they read, Mother then the flow is yours to expound on exactly what what's going on, since we know what we do know. Now you read 32, verse 1 and 26. Come on. Look at Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 1 and verse 26. Verse 1, give ear, O heaven, and I will speak, and hear, O ye earth, the words of my mouth. Okay, so in that verse, he's speaking to verse the children. Verse 26. Verse 26. Then expound on it, Mother. Yeah, after you read verse 26, what's yours? Verse 26. I said, I will scatter them in common. I will make the remnant of them to cease from among men. Okay. Now, okay, in verse 1, and verse 1, it says, And I will speak, 
and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. So he's talking to Israel to hear the words of his mouth. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah how much Israel are you talking to about? The 12 tribes of Israel. The 12 tribes of the 12 tribes of Israel. He's talking to all the congregation of the 12 tribes of Israel. So after we all read that, for edifying the national audience, who are going to be scattered among all nations, going to be all of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. That's all you both get out of that. Nothing else. Nothing else. All of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. That is the number one answer. We told to get out of that. Good. Now, we got that, but we found out that something was told in advance. And, y'all, line, read that again, what was told in advance, what's going to happen. And the book called Deuteronomy 2837. What was to happen to the to all of the 12 tribes of Israel? And then we're going to get a case in point by reading the roll call of all of the 12 tribes of Israel. Let's see if it this probably come, come to pass even this day. What's your reading out of 2837, that young line? All right. The book is Chapter 28, verse 37. 37 reads, And you shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations. Rather, the Yahweh shall lead you, all the congregation of the children of Israel. Uh-huh. And now, now we're going to see if we put some, some, some light on it today. Half today. Let's get the roll call of all of the congregation of the children of Israel. Let's get the roll call on them. By looking at the twelve chart of the twelve tribes of Israel, let's get the let's see what is the twelve tribes of Israel is called today. When you see the twelve tribes of Israel, the twelve tribe chart will tell you what they call today. And let me and ask my question is: Do you respond to the Bible? Or do you respond to what the young lion can me to read on the 12 chart of the 12 tribes of Israel? Come on. Come on, young lion. Talk about it. All right. Read the 12 tribes of Israel chart. Number one, Judah, the lead tribe, fourth son of Israel, now called Black, African American, Islam, Negro, Colored, Mason, Garfoni. Black care care. More. More than being Christian. The overweight. Benjamin, number two. Jamaican. Maroon. A Belizean. West Indian. Trinidad. Three. Levi. Haitian. Aboriginal of Australia. Four, Ruben, Seminole Indian. Just give us one name. Just give us one big name. All right. Out the box. Seminole Indian. Mm-hmm. Well, Levi, Hayden, Ruben, Seminole Indian. 
Indicar, Mexican, Naphtali, Hawaiian, Manasseh, Cuban, Zebulon, Colombian, Panamanian, Guatemala, Syrian, Dominican, Azure, Brazilian, Hebrew, Puerto Rican, and Gad, North American Indian. Hmm. You see that? So you see, now what, now what do the Torah tribes respond to? The name that you just heard there. See, but that ain't not your Yahweh names he gave you. So all mm-hmm. the Torah tribes will respond to being a Christian before they be able to pull out their nationality. They will be, they will, they will, they rather, they will respond to being called a Christian. And in, in the book called Isaiah 65, 15, down to verse 17, says what? Let me see what he told old Seer about something that you was going to do. It ain't bad. Why you was clear. You knew your tribe. You knew your name and everything. But he told old Isaiah to write something down and just put it in the Bible and, and just walk away from it. And let's see what he got written in 65, 15, down to verse 17, that young man, Micaiah. Book of Isaiah. We're going to 65. We're going to pick it up at verse 15 down to verse number 17. The book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 15, verse down to 17, 15 reads. And you shall leave your name for a curse unto my soul. For the Yahweh, Yahweh shall slay you and call his servants. By another name. 16. Then he who blesses himself in the earth shall bless himself in the Yahweh truth. And he that swears in the earth shall swear by the Yahweh untruth. Because the former troubles are forgotten. And because they are hid from my eyes. Mm-hmm. Verse 17. For behold, I create new heavens. In, new, in a new earth, and the former should not be remembered, nor come into much. Mm-hmm. They say he going to do a new thing. But now, we got to find out now how we going to activate this new thing that he's going to do. He's going to do a new thing. But, but we want to find out how he's going to do this new thing. Let's go... To Isaiah 61, Brother Micaiah, 1, 2, and 3. And Brother Titus, look up a definition for me there. Perdition. Perdition. P-E-R-P-E-R-D-I-T-I-O-N. I need to know what that word, six day of the feast of unleavened bread, what do this word mean? P-E-R-D-I-T-I-O-N. After the young lion reads, what you getting ready to read, Isaiah 61, 1, 2, and 3? Yes, sir. What does it say? The book of Isaiah, chapter 61, mm-hmm. verse 1, verse 2, and verse 3. Uh-huh. Verse 1 reads. What? The spirit of the Yahweh. Yahweh is upon me. Yes. Because the Yahweh has anointed me to teach good tithes uh-huh. unto the meek. To who? 
proclaim the acceptable year of the Yahweh and the day of business of our Yahweh to, com- to comfort all that mourn. Verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Yahweh Judah, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praises for the spirit of heaven, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Yahweh, that he might be glorified. Ain't that something? Now, you know, it, it is so much meat on this bone, but for the lesson's sake, we just want to know some key points that we need to know that was told in 61. Now, which one of the young lions and the mother, and mother E, is in the wing missing real good? Can you pick out three very important things that were said, three words that we, um, let's see, what can we pick out of knowing that, hey, hey, hey mother E, take a look at, Psalm 119, verse 4, and 104. And by, and by you finding Psalms, let me know when you got it there, Mother E. 119, verse 4, and 104. But I'm going to look at these young lines for a minute. And what I want to know from these young lines, what can we take out of verse number 61? How much meat on the bone we can take out? What? Some key words in 61, verse 1, we can just throw on the line and, and doing what mother getting ready to read once she got it. Call out some words in 61, verse 1. All right. Okay. 61, verse call 1. Out some words. Yeah, I need to call out some words. You got what now? You got what word? Okay. Okay, we got meek on the line. Meek. We got what else? Captain. The captain. And prison. Okay. Okay. So we can get this. You know, for time's sake. Time. This is the fastest broad. It's the fastest three-hour broadcast. You know. So we just gonna look at these three words. Now, mother, why are we looking at these three words, mother? Now, we know right now you are all ready to deliver 119, verse 4, and 104. Why, mother? Why is we get to look at these three words, mother? You on the clock. Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 4, and verse 104. Psalm 119, verse 4. Do that. Psalms chapter 119, verse 4. Thus have commanded us to teach our precepts diligently. Psalms 104. Psalm 104 reads, Through that precept I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. So, mother, by we reading the 61st chapter, this is the Almighty Spirit is talking to Isaiah. And 
understand the only way we going to understand what is written in 61 verse 1, we're just going to use that verse only for this setting. Did you read what you just got to read? Why did you read 119 verse 4 and 104? And point back at this verse 61. So why did you read that, Mom? Why did you read 119 verse 4 and 104? Why did you read that? To give understanding. Do that precepts to give uh-huh. understanding. Oh. So all the way you understand this Bible, you got to do what, Mother? Get an understanding. All the you understand, you got to do what? According to verse 4 and 104. You got to do what, Mother? Precept. Precept. Excellent. There's no plan, Mother. Otherwise, if anybody stand before you, they got to do what again, Mother? Precept. To, to get what? Understanding. Get understanding. Because if you don't do it, it's a false way. Now, he says, the spirit of Yahweh is upon me because Yahweh have anointed me, that was Isaiah saying, to teach Yahweh. good tidings. Who is this meek? Who is this meek that we can read? This is a prophecy about a meek. Where can we go, young lions, and read about this meek? Over there in Matthew chapter 5. What can we go and read about this meek? Let's talk about this meek. This meek. What about this meek that we can read in Matthew chapter 5? Who is this meek? According to Matthew 5. Who is this meek? And... The other young line, can you tell me who is this cap, who is this to proclaim freedom to the captive? What are we going to find this in the book of Daniel? What are we going to find this answer right here in the book of Daniel? And then we want to know where you're going to find this prison house conversation in Isaiah 42. We're going to find out along the way to find out. We're going to find out how to, how to break down Isaiah 61. Let's talk about the meat first. Where are we going there, young line? But Titus, I mean, Makati, where are we going? We're Matthew chapter 5. Yes. Pick it up at verse number 5. Yes, sir. <laughs> five, three. Right. That's all the meat. That's all the meat. For they shall inherit the earth. The meat going to inhabit the earth. The meat going to inhabit the earth. Good. All right, we got the meat. They're they going to they inherit the earth. Now, other young line, this, this captain, where are we going to find out who this captain is? Young line, yes, sir. Where are we going to find out we can read for the national audience about this conversation about the captain? Who is them? Who is them, young line? Gonna, we already told you, the Chapter. Yeah. All right. Book of Daniel chapter. What's that? I'm in the book of Daniel already. Book of Daniel. Come on, bring it out, there, Father Kai. The book of Daniel chapter six, verse thirteen. 
Now we want to find out about this prison. Now, what are we going to find out, Brother uh, about this prison? Who is this prison he's talking about in Isaiah 42? Let's find out about this prison without having, a, without, without having a criticism on one soul city. I don't want to hear no yes, criticism once I do stop talking. So now we're going to find out about this prison, this prison thing here. He said, he, so his mission he told Isaiah to write, hey, Isaiah, when I come in the flesh, my mission is to to find the meat and find the, the captives and to find the one that was in prison. He said, that's, that's what I'm sitting here for. He said, you let them know that I'm not sent for everybody. I'm sent for just what I just said. Tell them in advance, tell the princes, the priests, and the elders, what I'm here when I do come, what I'm coming for. Is that what we're reading? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're reading. So now we're clear. This was the the priest. This is what the uh, princess will be saying. And this is what the elders will be telling the prophecy when he do come in the bush, the reason why he coming and what he coming for. Is that what we're reading? So now, now, now we're going to look for the prison now. We just look at them three things now I'm going to deal with the prison. Come on, now, where we going now? What are we going to read about the prison? Isaiah 42, 22. Isaiah 42, verse 22. Read. Uh, but this is a, but this is a people's fault. This is the people robbed and spoiled. They're all of them, snared and whole. They are hid in prison house. They are for the They are for a prey and none delivered. For a spoil and none yeah. can't restore. Neither were they obedient 
It says love. Oh, so the reason they end up in the cap and being in captivity, and the reason they end up in prison houses, what is the reason they was, according to verse twenty-four, young man? What what is the reason that, according to verse twenty-four, how they end up in prison houses and in captivity? According to verse twenty-four. On well, verse 24, he against whom you have sinned, for they would not walk in his way. Uh-huh. Neither were they well, obedient. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Neither were they obedient unto his law.
and First John three twenty two. Going over to the book of First John. We're gonna read chapter three. We're gonna pick it up at verse number twenty two. The book of First John, chapter three, verse twenty two, verse twenty three. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we teach his law, and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So Yahweh is pleasing. Who according to um, that forty two twenty one? For righteousness sake. So now you now you do. You, so is, is Yahweh pleased with you? Yeah, you. Now you now you see what we pleased with. It's righteous sake. So now mother get ready to read the flip side of First John five seventeen. Look in the mirror and tell me how you stand. That's on the national audience side, over 900,000 strong. Mother, get ready to read First John on the right side of the book, chapter 5, verse 17. What does it say? Mother, First John. What does it say? First John, chapter 5, huh? verse 17, read. First John, chapter what? 5, verse 17. All unrighteousness is a sin, and there is a sin not unto death. All unrighteousness is what of a sin. All unrighteousness is sin. Mm-hmm. All unrighteousness. So, so look in the mirror. How you stand? Yahweh, he pleased with the righteous, but he opposite pleased. He said, all unrighteousness is mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. So, are you standing? Are you sinning against your mighty one? Huh? First John, mother, chapter three. Turn back a couple pages. Verse three and four. What is the Bible definition of sin? Now you look in the mirror and see if you doing remember, he only pleased with the righteous. The righteous that please him because they keep his law. That's the one he pleased with. So he's not pleased with the unrighteous, and unrighteous means the one that do not keep his law. Now we're going to see what the biblical definition of his law is. First John chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. So, Mother E, let's find out and those that hearing the message, look in the mirror and tell yourself, how do you stand with your mighty one? Although you might get down your $10. How do you stand according to the Bible? First John three three and four, come on. First John chapter three verse three and verse four. Verse three. And every man that have this hope in him purify himself, even as he is true. Verse four. Whosoever committed sin transgress also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. So, being righteous, that means you're keeping the law. Being mm-hmm. unrighteous, that means you're not keeping the law. So, so Yahweh is not pleased with you by not keeping his law. Then he make it plain in verse 8 down to verse 10. Now, all one can pull it off. Now, mother, he can pull it off. Just for your eyes. 
we just going to sit back and drink some hot air tea. It's cold now. Uh, verse 8 to 10. Watch Mother, watch Mother Eve pull this off before the national audience and break down exactly. And you look at the mirror and tell me where you stand after Mother Eve delivered the knockout blow. 8 down to verse 10. Same book. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's up? Yes, John chapter 3, verse 8 to 10. Verse 8 reads, He that committed sin is of, is of the devil, but the devil sinned from the beginning. But for this purpose, the son of Yahweh was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9. Whosoever is born of Yahweh do not commit sin, for his sin remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of Yahweh. Verse 10. In this, the children of Yahweh are manifest, and the children of the devil, whosoever doeth not righteousness, is not of Yahweh, neither he that loves not yet brother. Yeah, but it said that Satan said from the beginning. Mm-hmm. What is uh, Brother Mackay, and give me that word called perdition out there. Um, Brother Tyson had that word waiting on me. What did he do? Yes, what did he do? I mean, what happened in the beginning? Did anybody report about it in the 14th chapter of Wisdom of Solomon, verse 27? Did anybody report about, did anybody rehearse the right to that by looking back and informing his people what happened in the beginning? Did anybody um, ever talk? This tell you that somebody reported about something in the beginning, and the wisdom of Solomon, you know, he asked for it in last night lesson. He asked Yahweh to bless him. Um, I don't want to you know, fill my pockets up or, or build my enemies up. Just give me what it takes to to get your people's right. He said, "I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you wisdom, and, and I'm gonna put a." I'm gonna put the dollars in your pocket that nobody can even even not even Momisa, Momusa, nobody had more money than you got. Since you talking right. That's the key, you gotta talk right. Simple as that. When you talk right, you got the blessing when you just talk right. All you gotta make sure you got this man right. Now we're gonna look at the definition of the word called tradition. But we give it to read what? Oh, okay, what do you read? We're about to read the book of Wisdom of Solomon. Yes, sir. Chapter 14, verse 27. Yes. Verse 27, read. What? For the, work, for the worshiping of idols, not to be named, is the beginning. The cause is the end of all evil. Read that again. <laughs> the book of Wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 14, verse 27. Hallelujah, 
It is the cause and the beginning and the end of all. So what got, what caused the problem we're in today, it happened in the beginning because in the beginning, Brother Matthias, in the sixth chapter, it talks about something in the beginning that we can read. See, it talks about some things that we can read in the beginning. And he said, the priests and the princes and the elders are going to be shown what happened in the beginning. And it will be clear that's their responsibility to show what happened in the beginning. So when we go to the sixth chapter, young man, he made a profound statement in the sixth chapter about around by verse forty four. Um make it the eighth chapter. Verse forty four. He says something about the beginning. That's the key word, beginning. It ain't Aliakwa. Forty three. Think of the verse forty three, because he asked the question. Oh. And maybe I'm gonna ask, I know you got on pay the seal, don't never mind anyway. Maybe you can find out why in verse number here verse forty two down verse forty forty four. You make it sound good there. See, you know you, you know, we notice that that the majority don't play the seal no never mind. You know, don't pay me no never mind. But not but but, but what give him the, the stretch to keep going on because Yaqua said something here to the priest the princess and the elders that was upon a Pharaoh's paycheck. He looked at them in the 8th chapter, verse 42, down to verse 44, and he said something. And what did he say that we can read? Come on. So it's St. John, chapter 8, verse 42. 44. Let's go to St. John, chapter 8, verse 42. What did you read? Yahweh the Son said unto them, Yeah. 
He said, Satan, in the beginning, he's a liar, and he is the father of the lies. So this is a, he's a father. Yeah, he's a father. But father of what? He's father of lies. Lies. That's what he father of lies. He's a father of lies. And guess what? And he had opportunity to grab him with people. He told him, um, you can grab your people, Satan. And Satan grabbed my people, too. That's, um, so I'm to look at, um, it's day one, two, and three. Now, Satan had the opportunity to grab him with people. He's the father of lies. So, so now he's looking for a people that can do his will. His will is contrary to Mother Eve, 1431, 1430 and 31, Mother. Hey, Mother Eve, when we read St. John 14, verse number 30 and 31, can you help us see out? You, you want to precept that? So, say the Father of lies. Yeah, St. John 14, verse 30 and 31. Satan is the father of lies. And then Yahweh was talking to it all, the prince, the princess, and the elders. And look what he told them that we could read, make it 29 and 30. He looked at them, the priests, but we're not going to be able to get at that priest and princess like we want to, not in this setting. But remember, we back on again tomorrow. And Miller, our living bread, all these days started seven thirty on that word. We'll talk about it tomorrow and then and our white comments on that on the completion of our living bread. Talk about it tomorrow. See we need to bum up nothing, we're gonna talk about it tomorrow. But what we get ready to talk about is what? What we get ready to talk about now that we can read more than Saint John fourteen, verse twenty nine and thirty. What we get ready to talk about, mother, that we can read. St. John chapter 14, verse 29 and verse 30. Verse 29 reads, And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it is come to pass, you might be leaving. Verse 30. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, but the prince of this world cometh and have nothing in me. What? So the precious world is coming. He ain't got what? He 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 got what in Yahweh? Nothing. Nothing in Yahweh. Nothing. 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 He ain't got nothing in Yahweh. There's no way you can get to where you want to get from following this God but the Bible. So if you follow this guy, you he said he ain't got nothing in me. It's nothing. So if you follow this guy, the only place you're gonna end up in is in the back. Because he got how much in me, mother? Nothing. Nothing. Now we're gonna read the prophecy in fifty eight, one, two, and three. And look what he said. Look what look what the um, he said now, the nothings. As a matter of fact, I'm going to precept that, Brother Titus. Give me the 40th chapter, verse 15 and 17. 
Who are you calling nothing? Who are you who calling are you? nothing? So we're going to preach up the Bible and find out who you calling nothing. But we <laughs> all to know who you calling nothing. Let's see who you calling nothing by going to Isaiah 40, verse 15 and 17. I'd like to know in right who are you calling nothing. Because I know nothing but nothing leads nothing. So I'm going to find out who are you calling nothing in Isaiah 40, verse 15 and 17. All right, you go to the book of Isaiah to see it, chapter 40, verse 15 and verse 17. Isaiah to see it, chapter 40, verse 15, read. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket. They are counted as a small dust of the ballot. Behold, he taken up the owls as a very little thing. Verse 17. All the nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. <laughs> so, when I when I say that I am a member of the Catholic Church, what do y'all say they are? Nothing. 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 When I say I'm a member, I'm part of the Latter Day Saints. What are y'all saying? They are. Nothing. Nothing. If I say I'm a member of Islam, what are y'all saying? Nothing. Nothing. Huh? If I say I'm, I'm with the WCC, World Council Churches, what are y'all saying? If I say I'm with the poker kid out there in Rome, what is Yahweh saying? Nothing. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Because every last one of them is rooted up through Satan the devil. And he just told you Satan ain't got nothing in me. So if you're a member of the Catholic Church, you are part of a ministry that's what? Nothing. Nothing. If you're part of the Latter-day Saints, you're part of a ministry that got what? Nothing. Nothing. Islam. Nothing. Nothing. You know? You see how the Bible would tell the whole story. But then he says something in the 58th chapter of Isaiah 1, 2, and 3, what he say? Those are part of Judaism. Those are part of the five-point and six-point style. I'm doing the Jewish thing. What do Yahweh say about them? Nothing. They are what? Again? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't hear nothing. Nothing. The Bible already spoke for itself whether you say something or not. He had already identified it exactly, and nothing from nothing leads nothing. Isaiah 58, 1, 2, and 3, backed up with Brother Titus in 2 Ezra chapter 6, 54 to 59.
Yes, sir.
Satan is the head of the Christians. What Christian do you know? Even that Christian said that he's a Christian, his dad is a Christian, and his granddad is a Christian. Did any one of them Christians tell you that the Bible said from the 15th day to the 20th, first, you eat no leaven bread, nothing with leaven in it, I don't want to be for you to put it in your mouth. How many Christians told you that? You know, I didn't tell you that. Because they keeping the doctrine of Satan. See? You don't know nothing about that, do you? Until you heard of this broadcast. I'm living bread seven days. You're supposed to eat no leaven in your mouth. Now, Christian told you that. Go ask Grandma. Grandma, why you tell me about leaven bread? Oh, because we're Christians. That's why we didn't tell you that. Because we are Christians. Hey, Mother East, what you going to say to protect your eyeball, the eyeball in them white garments tomorrow when the sun sets you on the clock? Come on. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the class. Thank you, praising Yahweh for being in the class. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the ones that's listening. And I'm going to read um, a few verses in Matthew 5. I'm going to read from 7. Let uh No. I'm going to start it soon. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed love. Blessed are ye when men shall reveal you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Verse 12. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecute they the fear which were before you. Hallelujah. 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 We gonna mute the elder behind what you just got to say. Huh? It's your radio station. Do what you got to. All right, hey Mother Z, what is your closing statement? What you gonna tell this national audience? What you gonna tell them, Mother Z? Take your time and tell them what you gotta tell them. And we gonna bring Mother Z, another one of the most out of camp one, and she'll be ready to roll tomorrow. Put them white garments on in the final day of unleavened bread. Because I don't want to tell you don't do that. It's the ministry of Satan the devil. And he picked the ministry that to do his will. They got nothing in him. Because what Christian told you to keep unleavened bread for seven days? What what's their name? What's their ministry? What you want to tell you don't put no leaven in your in your mouth for seven days? Which one told you that? Not one Christian. Why? Because the Christian religion is headed by the Catholic Church, and the Catholic Church is led under Satan the devil. You got it? I know. There it is. And he said, they ain't got nothing in me. But he said, all the nations is nothing. So the Catholic Church got their own nation called the Vatican City Nation. And that nation is a 
all the nations is nothing. That's what he's saying. Hey, Mother E, Mother E, what you got to tell this national audience before we close out shortly? You're on the clock. Come on. And y'all clock yeah. in with you. Yahweh bless and keep you seal, Israel, or royal seed. I'm I'm going to read in um, Psalms 119, verse 25, and I'm going to read down from okay. verse 2. Psalms 119, verse 25, verse 25. My soul clean unto the dove quickly. Quick, me, quicken you, me according to thy word. I have declared, I have declared my way, and you thus heard me. Teach me to teach me thy statutes. Verse 27, make me to understand thy way, the way of thy precept. So shall I talk, teach, talk of thy wonderful works. Verse 28, my soul meditate of heavenly, heavenly strength. Thou me according unto thy word. Verse 29. Remove from me the way of laziness and lying and grant me the law, the law, great, what's that word? Greatly? Graciously. 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 Verse 30. I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgment have I laid before me. Verse 31. I have stuck, stuck, stuck. stuck Unto the covenant, mm-hmm. O Yahweh, put me not to shame. Dang. But 32, I will run the way of the mm-hmm. commandments when, when thou you shall, when, thou, when, when you shall enlarge my mind. And I'm going to read um, Psalms 44:25, and that'll be it. Um, Psalms chapter 44, verse 25. For our, for our soul is bound down to the dust; our belly cleans unto the earth. Verse 26. Arise for our help. For our help and redeemer, redeem us from the malice. For thy mercy's sake. From your words. For thy mercy's sake. And I'm going to say, Hallelujah.
Read verse 6 again. Second Ezra chapter 6, verse 56. As for the other people, which also come of Adam, you have said that they are nothing. The people of the Catholic Church are what? Nothing. Nothing. The people of the Christians, they are what? Nothing. Nothing. The people of Judaism are what? Nothing. Nothing. The people of Islam is what? Nothing. Nothing. How we know that? Read that verse again. Read that verse again. Second Ezra 6, 54. Right, 54. 56, go ahead. 56, go ahead. 56. As for the other people, which also come up As for the other people that run the religions, as for the other people that run the religions, the other people, what do you say? Also come up Adam. And you have said yeah. that there are nothing. They are what? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But like it to spittle, and as like it the abundance of death, until a drop that falleth from a vessel. Verse 57, and now, Yahweh, behold, these nations, which have ever been reputed as nothing, <laughs> have begun to be Yahweh's over us, to devour us. 58, but we, your people, whom you have called your firstborn, your only begotten, and your fervent lover are given to their hands. 59. If the world not be made for our sake, why we do not possess the inheritance with the world? How long should this endure? Yes. How long do you think you're going to go? you stop saying against me. You're going to go long. You keep on saying against me. You, you mm-hmm. ain't got nothing to do this Bible. You keep inside the Lord God and Jesus. You eat living all day long and you and you wonder how long it's gonna go on, we gonna come back to this book. Alright. Got a close statement of going to Deuteronomy. We're going to the book of Deuteronomy. Chapter thirty two. The book of Deuteronomy. Chapter thirty two. All right, the book of Romans, chapter 32, and it reads, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32. All right, I'm going to go to another one. All right, I'm going to Wisdom of Solomon, Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14. I'm going to the book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14. Make that 18. So if your people will accept the book, the salvation of the righteous, and destruction of the enemy. Hallelujah. 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 Bless him. Y'all line, Brother Micaiah. Uh, in 32 of Deuteronomy, what did Yahweh say in verse 7 and 8? Deuteronomy 32, verse 7 and 8. Right. We're going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 7, verse 8. 
Now come on back to the sixth chapter and look at 